Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. Friends, good morning. So this feast day that we have today, the Feast of the Chair of St. Peter. This is one of those feast days that just makes you feel pretty cool to be Catholic. That's what I know. It just feels like this is really, like, it's cool history stuff. It's cool theology stuff. It's just, this is just very cool about being Catholic. I remember a few years ago, I got, uh, anybody have an Alexa at their home? Yeah, a bunch of us probably do. I got an Alexa, but at the year that they came out, I got one for Christmas. And I remember asking, asking the Alexa at one point, hey, Alexa, who founded the Catholic Church? And she goes, Jesus Christ founded the Catholic Church in the year 33 AD. And I thought that was awesome, that even Alexa knows, even Alexa knows that the Catholic Church was founded by Jesus Christ. This scene that we have in the Gospel today, this scene that we have in the Gospel today is really, really critical. It's really, really critical in our understanding of what it means to be Catholic, what it means to be a Christian, what it means to uh, follow Jesus, right? So you've got Jesus with his apostles, his closest 12, and they've been teaching, he's been teaching, he's been preaching, he's been, you know, doing miracles, all sorts of incredible things, right? So he's been doing all of these things, and they're coming to this region called Caesarea Philippi. It's a Roman town, right? So they come to this area, and he turns and he asks them this question, which is an astounding question. Who do people say that I am? And they rattle off some names. They say, some say Jeremiah, some say John the Baptist, still others, one of the prophets, right? Anybody know what all of those names have in common, all those people, what do they all have in common? What do you think? I can't hear you. Say it again. They're all like saints, which means that they're all dead. All the people that they named. Jeremiah dead for centuries. John the Baptist, he just got his head cut off by Herod. Uh, the other people, the other prophets, they're all dead. They're all dead. And he's asking them, who do people say that I am? And they're like, people think that you're one of these dead guys, right? It's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. So then he turns to them and he asks them the question very personally, right? So it goes from who do people say that I am to who do you say that I am? I know this was, this was a school theme that we had a few years ago. This is Arguably, I think, one of the most important questions that any of us could ever answer in our lifetime. We all have to answer this question. The way that we live will answer this question. The way that we die will answer this question. All of us are forced to, we're all faced with this question. Who do you say that I am, he's asking. And of course, it's Simon Peter, right? The Prince of the Apostles, Simon Peter, who steps forward and he says, you are the Christ meaning you're the Messiah. You're the one we've been waiting for. You're the one that's been promised. You are the Christ. Then he adds this, the Son of the living God. I guarantee you that Simon didn't understand fully even what he was saying. He just knows that there is something about this Jesus that's just different than any other person he's ever met. You can do things that nobody else can do. You say things that nobody else says. You love people in a way that nobody else loves. The only way I can make sense of you, Jesus, is to say that you are the son of the living God. And he gets it right. 
Jesus responds to him. He says, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. Right? That's his name. That's his, dad. his dad's name was Jonah. So Simon, son of Jonah. Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. And then Jesus says, so I say unto you that you, Simon, are no longer going to be called Simon. I'm giving you a new name. I'm giving you a new identity. You are Peter. You are Peter. I know we got Peter up here. Where are you, Peter? Peter, this is Peter's feast day. Anybody, we, have, we have other Peters in the school, right? Peter, right there. Yeah, okay. Big feast day right here. Okay. The name Peter, it was never a name. It, no one was ever named Peter before this moment in history. This is the first time that someone takes the name Peter. The name Peter comes from the Greek Petros, which means rock. So Jesus is saying to Peter, you are rock. That's who you are. You are rock. And then he says, and upon this rock, I will build my church. You are Petros, and upon this Petra, I will build my church. You are Peter, and upon this rock, I will build my church. He gives him a new name. He gives him a new identity. He gives him a new mission. That he is the rock-solid foundation upon which Jesus would build his church. You guys remember there's the gospel where Jesus is giving a parable about two different people building two houses, right? And he says they've got the same building materials. The only thing that's different is about where they built the house, right? So one of the people, he says he built his house on sand. And the winds came, the, the, rain, the rains came, the winds blew, the storms buffeted the house. And what happens to the house? It, it falls, it collapses, then he compares that person to another person. He says, they, but there's another person who built his house on rock. On rock. He says, the rains fell, the winds blew, the storms buffeted the house, but the house, what? It stayed up. It stood. It stood. Friends, what we hear in this gospel, what's happening with Peter, is that like, the foundation of the church is not just this man the foundation of the church is what Jesus promises to this man. He promises that he will be with him. He promises that he will work through him. Jesus says, you are Peter, and upon this rock, I will build my church. This is the work of Jesus. He's doing it. It's his work. And he's been doing it for 2,000 years. For 2,000 years. Who's our current pope right now? His name is Pope what? Say it if you know it. Pope Francis, Pope Francis. Pope Francis is the 266th Pope in church history. The 266th Pope in church history. There's a, there's a basilica, a huge church outside of the city walls of Rome. It's called St. Paul's Outside the Walls. It's where St. Paul the Apostle is buried. It's a gorgeous church. Maybe teachers, you can pull up images of this maybe after Mass today. But around the top edge of all St. Paul's, there's these huge circular mosaics, these huge circular mosaics of each of the popes for the last 2,000 years. You can, you can see, like, there's John Paul II, there's Pope Benedict, and there's a space waiting for Pope Francis for after he dies. Like, I picture sometimes, like, I picture, like, a room filled with all of the popes in heaven. They all get together, all 266 of them, well, 265 of them because Pope Francis is still alive. So 265 popes together in the same room. 
And they have all sorts of conversations. They laugh, they cry, they tell stories. I imagine the stories that they tell about the things that they led the church through, right? Because that's the job of Peter. That's the job of the Pope. Like these popes for 2,000 years have led the church through so many crazy storms. Like the church has been through so much. Like hurricane storms, like huge storms. And because Peter's at the helm, the church keeps going. Because Jesus works through him. Jesus works through him. It's an incredible thing to be Catholic. It's an incredible thing to be Catholic that we are here in the year 2024 because for 2,000 years, people have passed down the faith. People have passed down the faith for us to have it, for us to receive it, which just fills my heart with immense gratitude today. So maybe our petition today, our intention today could be praying for the Holy Father, praying for Pope Francis, that he would have a heart filled with the Holy Spirit to lead the church today. Amen.